You waited for a second there, man. I, I thought I was gonna ask you. What the, uh, what the cat got your tongue? We are dishing it out. I am Bombshell Billy. I'm Big Papa. And we are talking about idiosyncrasies. No, we're not talking about idiosyncrasies. Is that what it's called? You, Idio Johnson. Oh, <laughs> what is it called? We're talking. What I wanted to talk about is so many, so many phrases as we grow up. Um, we've heard our parents say it. We've heard our teachers say it. We've heard our friends sort of say them. Things like cat got your tongue. Things like it's raining cats and dogs. You know, you know what those are called, Bill? Cliches. Nope. Yes, they are. No. They're What's called, another word for them? They're called it. It's an idiom. But it's also called a cliche. Well, not as much. A cliche is completely different. Don't make me grab my piece of paper here that says. The I know what a cliche be- is. Yeah. You're a cliche. I'll tell you what it is. Go ahead. You, you, you tell it's me. It's cliche. <laughs> like, the cliches are, are, are situational. So if somebody says, like, hey, they're dead as a doorknob. Avoid it like the plague. Dead as a doornail. Oh, hey, dead, dead as a doornail. Yes, you're right. You said knob. Doorknobs can be dead. The pot calling the kettle black. Those are those are situational. Easy. Those are you know. Don't get your knickers in a twist. It's not a very nice thing to say. I don't want to have any of my underwear twisted. Never know what's gonna come out. So, <laughs> so these idioms like red tape, break a leg. So I I I looked them up, looked a bunch of them up, and you know the one that that got me was raining cats and dogs. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? And actually, it's it's uh it's quite simple, um, really. Uh, it originated in England in the 1500s um, when houses had thatched roofs. What? Thatched roofs. What's that mean? Well, a thatched uh, roof was usually consisted of uh, straw that was piled high with like with no wood underneath. So in cold, foggy England back then, mm-hmm. cold, foggy England time. Uh, it was also a place for animals to like crawl up in there and, and keep warm. Well, if it started raining, that straw would start to break down. The cats and the dogs would be up in the in the oh, eaves, no. and they would fall through oh the roof. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was just waiting for you as soon as you said cats and dogs. I go, I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait! You wanted me to be nice to you. No, leave it down because you just blew my ear I'm off. I'm turning it down. It was very Don't loud. Touch it. Let's try again. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Stop. So, anyways, that's where that one came from. Raining cats and dogs. So now you got other ones out there, obviously, like um Oh, get off your soapbox. Mm. Now here, no. Well, we talked about this one, this particular one earlier in the week, and I, my guesstimation was that it means someone like in town or something <clears throat> wanted to say something to a group of people, wanted to get up higher so everybody could see and hear him, nope. so he got up on a soapbox. Nope. Tell me. Not even close. Go. <laughs> so, you know, England, uh, even back in the 1500s and the 1400s, they didn't... Um, they didn't really like people speaking out against the government. Okay. They're not they're not a democracy like we are here. And right. even to this day, it is illegal to bash the queen um while you're in England. You can't 
While you're on English soil, you cannot bash the queen or bash the monarchy or bash the parliament. You can't you can't get away with nearly as much uh, poli- political bashing as you do here. But okay. the queen can say shit about Meghan, right? And it's okay. Oh, here we go. Let's not even go down that road. So the law states while you're on English soil. So what they did back in the 1500s, again, is they allowed their citizens to be able to vent and bitch one day a week. And that was on a Sunday. And uh, on that Sunday, from a certain time of the day, to I think it was like from 8 until noon, they were allowed to say anything they wanted to say, but they couldn't be on British soil. So they had to stand up on something to be off the ground so they weren't standing on British soil. So that's where uh, the phrase, time to get off your soapbox, or get off your soapbox, and, and the place where they do this in Hyde Park, and it would be called Speaker's Corner. And they still, to this day, on Sundays, you can go there and watch people complain about stuff and, you know, tell them, tell them they're going to get kidnapped by aliens or whatever. Oh, so, my goodness. So that, I don't... Sometimes... I hope, go ahead. Sometimes I guess you just got to read between the lines. There, there you go. See? Graveyard shift. There's another one. Obviously, we know that means working late, working over. Right. But... Uh, Here's here's one that goes along with the graves. Saved by the Bell. Do you know what that was from? Screech. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Wait. Carry the Bell Stop. Sorry. Go ahead. So it sounds simple enough, but back then, people were so afraid of being buried alive. They didn't have autopsies. Wait, hold they didn't on. Have any- Back then, people were afraid of being buried alive. They're people, not still. Well, let's put it this way. Loved ones were afraid that you were burying their their loved ones alive gotcha. because the, the, the doctors, right. you know, there was no autopsies or anything. Right. So what they would do is they would tie a string around the toe of the deceased, run the string up through the ground, and attach a bell to it. And if all of a sudden the person came back because they weren't in just like a in coma or something they'd start moving and the bell would ring and they would be saved by the bell was mr belding there i think he might have been <laughs> don't know who that is you're so old <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying so somebody would have been you know the, and the, the person that would sit there and listen for these bells all night was working the graveyard shift Hey, Mike. Yeah. He has his tail between his legs. Who does? Whoever. Whoever the cliche is speaking of. That's a cliche. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Go ahead. Tell me this history from it. I don't have it. I just wanted to tell you that one. (laughs) (laughs) You. (laughs) We're supposed to be working together here. All for one and one for all. Oh, my God. That phrase is going to cost you an arm and a leg. Ah. Oh, so, we, remember we were going to do a whole remember we were going to talk about doing a whole show with sound just effects. sound effects. Yeah. We should do a whole show with just clichés and idioms. No, cuz then that would wouldn't be so punny. Here's one that we might not know. Go ahead. Fit as a fiddle. <laughs> fat as a what? Fat exactly. Fat because of fiddle faddle? <laughs> we're fat from fiddle faddle. <laughs> so, cost you an arm and a leg. Common phrase it means simply it's going to cost you a lot. Uh 
you know, it's going to cost you a pretty big sacrifice in your normal lifestyle. The price is going to hurt you. But where the phrase actually came from is if we step way back in the time during George Washington's day, yeah, we we, we wouldn't see any cameras. Um, for a portrait to be produced, it had to be painted or sculpted. So if you wanted something to be cost a little less, they would slowly start taking away body parts that they were going to paint. Dear Lord. So if you wanted to get a picture for picture, oh, a painted picture. I didn't say picture. No, I did. You said it. If you wanted to get a painted picture, you paid by the number of limbs that he was going to paint. So if you want to only pay two shillings, that's going to cost you an arm and a leg. Got it. That's pretty interesting stuff if you think about it. Don't you think? Yes. Are you trying to look one up right now? No, no, no. I just found the I just found the difference of uh, a cliche and an idiom. Go ahead. It says an idiom. Idioms are figurative phrases with an implied meaning. The phrase is not to be taken literally. Uh, an example would be of an idiom is having a chip on your shoulder. Clichés are often idioms. Okay. So they're they're uh they are similar, but there is a difference between the two. Huh. Did you know where the phrase mind your own beeswax came from? Because I know my mother used to say that all the time. As did mine. So people thought it was to mind your own business. Well, that's what it meant, but uh there were actual actually several phrases that came from uh, this practice of saying this phrase. Um if a lady looked too long or stared at another lady's face, they may say, mind your own beeswax. If the woman were to smile, it might crack their veneer, which were usually made of beeswax. So mind your own beeswax or look at your, you know, stop looking at me. Right. Crack a smile also was a phrase because if they were smiling, the, bees, the, the beeswax veneer on their teeth, they would crack a smile because the, the wax would crack. Isn't that weird? Very weird. Huh. That's why they said that the Southern Bells used to sit there, smile, and fan their face with a little fan to keep their veneers from getting too hot. Oh, nice. So they wouldn't crack a smile. That's that's really interesting. Here's one. Huh. Ugly as sin. That's not even a... That's a truth. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I look in the mirror. Go ahead. Let me a, hear it. A diamond in the rough. Oh, you're not giving any definition. No, I'm just, you're just I'm just naming some. Out. I'm just naming some cliches. I'm barking up the wrong tree. In the nick of time. In the nick. In the in the nick nasty of time. Cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. Have you ever heard that one? Uh yeah, just now. So, again, I'm going to go back and give you actually definitions. Um, Years and years ago, brass monkeys uh, were cannonballs stacked on a ship. Okay? So when it get cold enough, the the stack of the balls. (laughs) 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 They'd make a metal plate of iron called a monkey that held all these balls on top. So it's cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. That funky. Oh, I was just going to say it. Fast monkey junkie. Oh, snap. Yeah, because you were, you were going to go there. You wanted me to I stop. Was. So you'd be like, I skip was. that, dip that, dilly do. 
Brass monkey. My balls. They're frozen. Someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah, no shit. Hey, Mike. What? I showed up late to one of Jeffrey Dahmer's dinner parties one time. Boy, did I get the cold shoulder. I saw a cold shoulder on yeah. your list. Yeah. What What did the... <laughs> what do you call three leopards in a, in a pot? Lepers in a pot. Lepers S- or leopards? Lepers. What, what are their names, Stu? Oh, God. What did the leper say to the bathhouse attendant when he left? What? Keep the tip. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, did you hear the update on no, something more time? Some of them more timely. Did you hear the update on? I'm serious now. Did you hear the update on Tiger Woods' legs? Here it comes. No, I'm serious. No, what about it? He got a hole in one. <laughs> oh, quick! No, don't turn the don't turn the dial off. Really, they get better. No. <laughs> Cough drop. Cough drop. Cough drop. Cough drop. <laughs> Such a jerk. Here's one for you. Pick the longest finger? Nope. Read between the lines. <laughs> oh, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> Billy just told me I was number one. So how about this one? Here's here's one from you. Straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. When I hear it straight from the horse's mouth, we know what they mean. But uh, the, old, the old phrase is horses obviously didn't talk. We, under, we understand that it means oh, Mr. Ed something you can't, Mr. Ed. you can't deny. It's an actual fact. So it's the truth is horses have always been priced commonly down through the ages. There were a lot of dishonest people who would tell, uh, who would try to sell them less quality horse to potential buyers. And you couldn't do any better if they heard it straight from the horse's mouth meant literally getting the truth. Brave as a lion. That one's kind of self-explanatory. Cold as a well digger's ass. That one's not at all. You never heard of cold as a well I've digger's ass? I've heard it, but I don't want to try to think of it and do it obvious. Well, if you're digging a well and you're getting deep. Gotcha. And the now water flows in. Oh, God. And it's cold. Oh. You're colder than a well digger's ass. Drier than a popcorn fart. I've heard that. From me. <laughs> Stephanie hates that one. Colder. Here's <laughs> here's one. Here's one. Hold on. Here's one that this totally strange man, Bob and I were at the beach years ago. Yeah. And we're at Fairhaven Beach and we're walking in and this guy's walking into the water. He's like, holy Jesus, it's colder than a dead witch's touch hole. Why would you? Why would you even test that theory? I Excuse me. I didn't test it. Where, anybody see a dead witch? I need to touch her touch hole. <laughs> That's right. Just to see how cold that is. That is. Every cloud has a silver lining. Yeah. Just tell me where it came from. Uh, this list see, right instead here. Instead of just picking lists, I want to hear. I'm not picking a list. Where, I'm just I reading be random. I'm not, there's no list. I'm. They're coming off the top of my head. Jump the shark. Dead witch's touch hole. Jump the shark. Uh, that's from the Fonz. It's exactly, you know what? That origin for a modern day idiom is the moment when a form of entertainment reaches a decline in quality by including gimmicks to maintain interest. You, that's you, what it says here. And it, the originator of just 
they were failing and they had to find some reason to make it interesting. Yep. In the show Happy Days, the character Fonzie literally jumps over a shark while water skiing. Afterwards, radio personality. John Hyde. John. How did you know that? Because he was on the Howard Stern show and he uh, invented that term. Yep. John Decline Hyde. of a show. That was the point. That was the pinnacle point where the yep. the show just went to shit. And do you want to know who's famous for 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 making shows jump the shark? Ted McGinley. Who the hell's Ted McGinley? You know Ted McGinley. No, I don't. He was on the Love Boat. He was on Happy Days. All these shows that he was on, all of a sudden, either when he got on or shortly thereafter, which the character shark. did he play on Happy Days? I don't remember his name. I'll let you know in one what, second. What show did he play on Love Boat? He didn't play a show on Love or Boat. What, what he was a character. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't throw baby out with the bathwater. I see what you did there. While you're looking that up, I'm going to tell what it is. The meaning for don't throw baby out with the bathwater came from a time when the household all bathed together. Now, I don't mean together all at once. I mean the lord of the house, the man, would bathe first, the lady, then the children, and the babies last. And when they were all done with that bathwater that everybody bathed in, they dumped it That's out disgusting. and they say don't throw don't throw the baby out Achoo! oh wow holy shit <laughs> i couldn't hold it back can i have a paper <laughs> towel please throw the baby out with the bath water <laughs> can i have a paper towel now who's now who's glazed and confused oh god <laughs> so ted mcginley i can't i totally forgot i mentioned love boat and happy days uh hope and faith happy days dynasty the love boat but wait Probably most famous for it's just Jefferson Darcy on Married with Children. Remember Marcy's husband? Oh, that douche. Look right here. I hated him with the perfect hair. Ken. Okay. Thank you. There he is. So every time he got on a show, it, it tanked. What did he play Pretty on much. that one? Didn't he play Joni's? No, he didn't play Joni's boyfriend. He played no, somebody's boyfriend. Him. No, he replaced somebody, didn't he? On Happy Days. Speaking in a microphone there, Bubba. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he played uh, his role on Happy Days. Well, oh, my God. He was in Wings World 2. Oh, he was in a lot. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. So what? what? Roger. Roger Phillips yeah, yeah, yeah. on Happy Days. But what? 61 episodes. That was, well, that was when Happy Days started to shake. He was a photographer on The Love Boat. Photographer Ashley Ace Covington Evans. 60 episodes on the love boat. Playing a photographer? Yes, sir. Not as good as paramedic number two. Not at all. <laughs> Played Clay Clay Aiken? Fallmount on Dynasty. Yeah, who cares? Where is he now? What has he done right lately? Put it that way. I don't think anything. Exactly. Because he jumped a shark. But anyways, uh, Ted McGinley, famous for being the, the jump the shark guy. Nice. So you think you got a handle on what an idiom is? I do. Yep. Uh, close to a cliche, but there there are differences. Yeah. I think uh I think clichés are more modern and idioms are going way back, you know. So, just time to bite the bullet. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, bite the bullet, sleep tight and uh don't let the bed won't don't let the bed bugs bite and uh, make sure to turn a blind eye when you're Arms to the teeth, minding your own P's and Q's. Oh, well, look at that. Time flies. When you're having uh, fun. Uh, <laughs> uh.
time flies when you're having a bummer. Oh, uh, you know what, buddy? What's that, buddy? I think it's that time. Time flies when you're having a dance party. Put, yeah, put, uh, boy. Uh. Man, that show went by at the speed of light. Brass monkey. That funky monkey. Brass monkey chunky. That funky monkey. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> You know, we are really, we really are a diamond in the rough. We are. Hey, you know what else we are? What are we? We are on Facebook.com forward slash checking it out. Dish, <laughs> dishing it out podcast. Facebook.com slash dishing it out podcast, podcast is what he meant. Forward slash. Yeah. Uh. Uh. What? Dishing it out. That's okay. We can say whatever we want. You want to know why? Because all is fair. And love, love and war. war. Hey, sleep tight. Okay, buddy. Time heals all wounds. Like the one when I kick you in the nuts. <laughs>